Welcome to the Spine Talk podcast, presented by Texas Back Institute. For more information about Texas Back Institute, visit www.texasback.com. Hi, this is Philip with Texas Back Institute, and welcome to Spine Talk. This week, we're talking with Dr. Kevin Jew, a spine surgeon at Texas Back Institute. Thanks for being with us, Dr. Jew. Uh, today, we're talking about decompression surgery. So, Dr. Jew, let's jump right in. What is a decompression surgery? Uh, sure, yeah. So, decompression surgery is usually uh, where we go in there and we remove whatever is pushing on a nerve. So, we basically decompress the nerve. Um, and so that can either be a disc herniation, it can be bone spurs, whatever it is. Um, we go in there, we decompress the nerves, and then give the body a chance to heal and thereby reduce pain, numbness, weakness, you know, what have you. And what is it that's actually removed during these surgeries? It, it, it depends. So it depends on what's pushing on the nerve. If it's a disc herniation, we can get rid of the disc herniation. If it's bone spurs from arthritis, we can go down there and shave off some of the bone spurs and basically create uh, much more space around the nerve so that it can move around um, without being compressed and irritated. So it sounds like there's several different types of decompression surgeries that can be done. What are these decompression surgeries called? What are their individual names? Uh, sure. Yeah. So, you know, we can, you know, a, a microdiscectomy, um, you know, is, is one of them. You can do a hemilaminectomy. You can do uh, just a typical laminectomy. Um, all of those types of surgeries are decompressive surgeries. Um, the other thing is that you can combine a decompression surgery with a fusion surgery as well. Um, but just purely decompressive surgery is usually laminectomies and discectomies. Okay. So who would be a good candidate for these types of surgeries? So, you know, decompression surgery or any sort of surgery is always a last resort. And so you want to make sure that you've gone through, you know, the appropriate conservative care, therapy, medicines, injections. Um, but people who continue to have leg pain, sciatica, um, even after exhausting all of the more conservative treatments, then those are people who would be a good candidate for decompressive surgery. What type of symptoms would these patients be experiencing? So, so decompression surgery, you know, we're removing pressure, we're, we're removing compression from around nerves. And so people who are good candidates for that, you know, those are people who have either leg pain, they have uh, what we call neurogenic claudication, meaning that they have a lot of back, uh, they have a lot of um, buttock and thigh pain when they get up and start walking. So it's mostly people who have extremity symptoms as opposed to just back pain. People who have just back pain, um, typically we're not looking at decompression surgery for them because their nerves are okay. Okay. Dr. Ju, what is the recovery time for these type of surgeries? So decompression surgery, fortunately, uh, it's less involved and therefore the recovery is going to be a little better than some of the other types of spinal surgeries that people can get. Um, but, you know, we go in there and we're basically removing bone spurs or disc herniations. We're not putting in metal. We're not doing a fusion. And so depending on how many levels um, you have done in the surgery, some people go home the same day and other people may stay in a hospital, you know, one or two days. Um, and then even after they're out of the hospital, we tell them to take it easy. We, we don't want them doing a lot of heavy lifting or twisting or bending for the first six weeks or so. But overall, um, the recovery is, is much smoother and, and much faster than if you were to have a more involved fusion type of surgery or some other sort of um, low back surgery. Okay. And last question, what other questions should patients be asking or what should they need to know before seeking out a spine specialist? 
I mean, I, I guess, you know, the, the one the one caveat for decompression surgery is if you're going to do decompression surgery alone, you just need to make sure, you know, you just need to make sure that patients don't have e either deformity or abnormal spinal alignment um, uh, or some sort of fracture. Um, those are cases where you have to combine decompression surgery with some instrumented fusion or something like that. Great. Thank you so much, Dr. Ju. Thanks for joining us talking about decompression surgery. If you'd like to know more about decompression surgery or Dr. Ju, visit us at texasback.com. Please subscribe and rate us on your favorite podcatcher, and we'll see you in the next episode.